Bro, I remember. I remember listening. Oh wait, wait, to... we gotta stop. What? This is episode twenty-two. Oh, okay. Sticking with Stucky. Sticking with Stucky. Tim. Chris. Proceed. <laughs> yeah, you got your, you got your little, <laughs> your little, <laughs> what is that? Your little sketch pad out. You're gonna draw me a picture wall. You're gonna paint me like one of the French girls. I may. What would you like? Give me horns. Oh, you want horns? But not devil horns. Man, this, this, this mechanical pencil is a piece of shit. <laughs> I want crazy horns, like long horn, long horns. I want them to go out wide, and then cut up. Okay. But I want four of them. <laughs> <laughs> Two on the side, <laughs> coming out the front, and in the back. Quadruple cord. Yeah, I'm gonna gore the crap out of people. I think. Look in that drawer. Let's see if there's another. Let's see if there's a little bit. Uh, you got pens for days, no pencils. No, I need the lead. That's what I'm saying. You got a bunch of pens. You don't have any pencils. I don't use a regular pencil. There's some lead. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about, buddy. All right, buddy. I don't know why you had to start draw, drawing in the middle of, at the beginning of our podcast. Did you feel inspiration hit? Yeah. What are you inspired to draw? I don't know yet. Apparently a man with four horns. That's <laughs> <laughs> some that looks kinda like Chris. A four horned beast. It's now here's what I want you to do. What? You know how you have the big jacked up guys with the tiny legs? Yeah, man. I wanna have huge, huge legs and a tiny torso. <laughs> <laughs> kinda like a a minotaur? Yeah. <laughs> but they're like buff up top. I wanted to look like the little kid. I wanted to look like Charles Atlas, the guy, the bully, who kicks the sand in his face 
on the legs. I don't want it to look the top top. <laughs> the little kid who gets kicked, the same kicked in his face. That's what you want. Yeah. And I want a big pumpkin head on top. After I finish this, I'm putting it on the internet. But don't make me a pumpkin. Just Why a pumpkin sized head. This son of a bitch don't want to work. If I could get a Fu Manchu, that would be great. Maybe that's why. Oh, look, dude. All right. You're where this thing is on, right? Yeah. Okay. It's coming out, I think. There we are. There we are. All right. We're good now. So what's been happening this week, Chris? Nothing, man. You've been telling about... We tried to do this... Uh, we tried to do this a couple days ago. Yeah. We got too drunk. Well, yeah. we both got too drunk. And then we just drank the night away. Yeah, we did. That's been our usual Thursday night now. Yeah, but have we ever missed a podcast because of it? No, I mean, we still get it out on... On time. Yeah, but we usually... <laughs> yeah, give me them horns, son. <laughs> now, if I could... Well, why are you giving me a bull nose? Huh? I didn't say don't make me a... I didn't say make me a minotaur. You know what? I'm messing with your creative juices. I'm sorry. That's, yeah, I know. That's not right of me. I think it's because I can see you drawing it. I don't know why you would... I'll give you a beard because you always want one of those things because you can't grow it. <laughs> I appreciate that. Why are you drawing, <laughs> motherfucker? <laughs> I thought it'd be something new, man. <laughs> if you want it. Because huh? you're not talking. You're not even in the conversation. You, you said you wanted a Fu Manchu, right? Yes, yeah, a Fu Manchu. You gotta give me the on the chin. You know what? If I could, if I could get some, some flowing sensei robes. <laughs> you want a flowing sensei robe? Yeah. Well, I need to make you a pretty. You you said you wanted like a skinny body. No, I'm not gonna do that. <coughs> I'm commissioning you. What are you talking about? Hmm. I'm commissioning you. This is just a sketch, my man. <laughs> this is free. I see how it is. It's free for my friends. You don't you don't listen to your adoring public. You just do whatever you want to do. You said you wanted a flowing. It's the nature of the the beast, I guess. What are those mm. on my shoulders? It's a uh, rocket packs. <laughs> Rocket facts. I like where this is going. You like where it's going? This is very Bob Rossi of me. So what's been going on with you, Stug? Good things. For real, bro. <laughs> That's all you got. Good things. Alright, what kind of good things? Are you ready for it? <laughs> I'm ready. Well, Jasmine starts school tomorrow. Right. I think everybody does, right? Yeah, man. Not everybody. Well, everybody down here. Yeah, everybody down here. Let's see. Gizmo the cat's doing really good. We had to take her to the vet. I felt pretty bad about that. 
That's how you get better, though. Yeah. What was the diagnosis? All good? She had a cold. I think you got a drafty house. Don't blame it on my house. <laughs> how, how do these cats keep catching pneumonia and catching colds? It's because they're kittens, man. <laughs> don't blame it on me. Yeah, don't blame it on their owner. Blame it on the cat. How about you take some onus for your 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 drafty house? Let's see, what else? I got a great lady. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good people. What else? I'm doing the podcast with you. <laughs> you are right. We are doing the podcast. Other than that, you know, I'm probably going to get raped in court. Well, that's to be expected. Mm-hmm. But you got a good lawyer, though, right? Yeah. She's a bulldog. <laughs> that's what you want in a lawyer, right? Bro, I told my, uh, <clears throat> I told somebody about that, about who you got, and they're like, oh, man. <laughs> they said, oh, man, his ex is in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I said, what? What do you mean? He goes, he goes, my baby, uh, my baby mom, right? And he tells me he got this lawyer and they show up to court and the lady, his baby mom had her. She's a tough old bro. Yeah. He's like, you know nah, he's like, me? nah, I gotta give him half my paycheck. <laughs> you know what she told me? Yeah. She said she got the lady she got, she's a bitch. Yeah. But I'm more of a bitch. I said, it's pretty good. Also, it's two battle axes going mm-hmm. at it. Two battle axes going at it, buddy. In the court of law. There you go. <laughs> why, did you, why did you give me a pig nose? Huh? Why did you give me a pig nose? Huh? Look at this. It's a perfect picture, bro. I know I got four horns, but why did you have to make me a monster? <laughs> <laughs> That's what you wanted. No, I said... That's a fair sketch. <laughs> No, I thought you weren't doing what I wanted. I thought you were doing what you wanted. You said the creative juices, well, they flowed. It's not even a I pig didn't... nose. That looks like when you see people who have their faces burned, and it's just the <laughs> nose holes. You turned you said, me into a monster. I gave you a Fu Manchu. Uh, you know what? I do like the Fu Manchu, and I do like your proportions on my horns. But no hair? I don't get any hair. No. <laughs> How are you going to grow hair with four horns like that? There's no way. What do you mean? I could have gave you a bowl cut. But how would they even get a bowl over the horns? I mean, you know what? I think that's a fair picture. You could have given me like a top knot. I can't, I can't believe. Why? Well, hey, I'm not yeah, saying so this, bad. I'm not I saying so bad. I took my time <laughs> to sketch out this picture for you. And now you're sitting there like dismantling it. No, I'm not dismantling it. Give it back to me, then. I'm just asking. No, I don't want you to keep drawing. <laughs> I want you to focus on the podcast. Okay. I do like you gave me two samurai swords. Yeah. That's cool. And you got me in a long flowing robe with my hands underneath like a Jedi. Yeah. And it's just, whoo, I'll break it out. Yeah. <laughs> and grab my swords. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I see where you're going. <laughs> I love making pictures for you. You gave me a strong chin. I like yeah, that. I gave you a Bruce Campbell-esque chin. I gave you little ears. Yeah. 
I guess you can't fit those on four horns either. No. Right. You asked for a monster. You I know, I didn't. I said me with four horns. You asked for a monster. You shall receive a monster. <laughs> Anybody out there would love a sketch by me? That will be $25. <laughs> and you can email us at stickingwithstucky at gmail.com. I will, you know... Be warned. You you can't always get what you want. Now you're you're underselling what I was selling. Hold on, let me finish the rest. But you always get what you need. It's the Rolling Stones. I get that. I was trying to pitch it. Pitch it. You ruined my sales pitch. No, 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 no. I'm just saying. Twenty five bucks in my hand <laughs> via PayPal would be great shoot whatever hero, villain, or if you want me to draw you as a monster, I'll do it. <laughs> I'll ship it to you, and you can hang it on your wall and say, wow, Tim drew me a picture. I love it. Yeah, that's all you gotta say. And then you can take that picture, take a picture of it in a picture frame, put it on your wall, and then take another picture of it and then put it on our Facebook page or Twitter. Twitter. So I'm going to be looking forward to those emails that we never get anyway. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You're taking all this time to pitch. People don't send us emails. How do you know? <laughs> I know because you told me nobody sends us emails. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I know. <laughs> anyway. Besides that. Everything's good. So you watched a bootleg copy of Sausage Party. Yeah, I was supposed to go watch Suicide Squad, but it didn't work out. I want to hear your review of this movie. Did it's you want... My, hold on. No, did you want to see this movie? No. Because in my <laughs> eyes, it, it reminds me of, like, a Pixar film for adults. I mean, it has adult content, yeah. But it was just on my Facebook feed. And I was like, yeah, well... like how Deadpool was for a while? Yeah. And I figured since I'm not going to get to go watch Suicide Squad, I might as well watch this. Mm-hmm. So I watched it on my phone. So why couldn't you go to Suicide Squad? Some things happened. And it didn't get to work out. You could have just went by yourself. I could have, but I wanted to go with, uh, you know... The my, other party? Yeah, the other party. But it didn't work out. You so. could have called me. <laughs> but you already seen it. I'll go watch it again. <laughs> anyway, give me the breakdown of this movie. Alright. Ready. So you've seen it. Like so the, I, I want to know, okay, before you start, I want to know, what do you score it at? Do you want to know that from the beginning? Alright. Yeah. I'm just going to Ebert this. I'll give it a 7. I think it was a good movie, but am I going to watch it again ever? Probably not. You know how I'll I'll label it. You remember we watched This is the End? Yeah. It was a, it was a good movie, right? It was funny. We had I, some I'd never watched that movie again probably. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it was a good movie. We had some chuckles, we had some laughs. Same thing with the interview. Had some chuckles, some laughs, but I can watch the interview again though. <coughs> I hate us cuz Yeah, it's got some quotable stuff. Mm -hmm. 
But other than that, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna watch it again. That's that's what I'll say. That's like my big thing. Good movie that you probably won't ever watch again. That's where I put it at, as far as movies goes. Could have been a lot worse. It had some little subtext, you know, because the the big thing is people are like gods to these uh, to the food, mm-hmm. and getting chosen is basically like going to heaven. Yeah. They pick you, and then you go to, well, I guess, whatever they call it, the other place or whatever. Yeah. And it's supposed to be like going to heaven, and then you get murdered, <laughs> and then you get murdered. <laughs> so what happens is, like in the movie, this honey mustard, which is played by, I think, Danny McBride. Yeah. He gets picked, and then it's like 4th of July weekend. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, everybody's going in and buying stuff. So they get, they get this mustard... And then they bring it back. And when he comes back, he tells them this horrible story about what happened. Because the guy, like, you know, it, it sets it up with Seth Rogen and uh, I think Kristen Wiig is the hot dog bun. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, right next to each other because they got them on an end cap for uh, 4th of July sale. Mm-hmm. And they're, and they're uh, made for each other. Yeah, they love each other. So anyways, this guy comes back to the store and he's like, oh, hey, I got honey mustard. I was just trying to get regular mustard. So they put the honey mustard back, and mm-hmm. then he gets a regular mustard and takes off. And then Danny McBride is freaking out, talking about <laughs> how they're all going to die and everything. <laughs> like, it's an apocalyptic. The gods are lies. This is all crazy. And everybody's like, man, what's wrong with you? So anyways, this cart comes by, picks up Seth Rogen, Kristen Wiig, and Danny McBride. And then they're all in the cart, and that's when he's telling them all about it. And then he's like, I'm not doing it again, man. So he, like, walks to the edge of the cart. He's about to jump off and kill himself. And then so Seth Rogen's uh, little hot dog jumps out and, like, grabs his legs. Yeah. He's like, oh, someone help me. So uh, I think Kristen Wiig jumps out and grabs his feet, and they finally pull him up. And then uh, Danny McBride, he does something, and they all fall. Like, uh, and they hit the, like, the cart. Wheel. Yeah. It's like one of those shaky carts. Yeah. So it hits and it falls over, and a bunch of stuff comes tumbling out, and there's this like white flower, and it falls and it hits with all the other stuff, and it boom shoots up in a big cloud, and it looks like yeah. that uh, the very beginning of Saving Private Ryan, where it's all slow and foggy, yeah. and and then you got like the there's like a can of, I think it's like uh, spaghetti or whatever, or like spaghettios. Yeah. And it's like laying is like opened up and the like its guts are hanging out and he's trying to put his guts back in the can. And uh there's a bag of chips that gets run over and like sprays all the chips and they, it's like shrapnel and starts like killing stuff. And uh the the hot dog is like, Oh, we gotta get out of here, Seth Rogan. And uh, the hot dog bun grabs him and they take off or whatever. Yeah. So they get separated from the group. And the lady just pulls off to the guy at the that works there, and she's like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> spoilers by the way. I'm gonna do this whole movie. <laughs> You're gonna do the whole movie. I mean, you said you wouldn't hear it. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to. This, this seems like brain. this seems like the the first part of the movie. Yeah, it's the first act. <laughs> so you telling me I should speak this up? I'm doing, like, scene breakdowns. Yeah, you don't need to do this. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't <need> <laughs> so they, The premise of this movie is people get chosen. 
Yeah, they and then think they take them home. See, that's what I'm trying to set up by doing the first thing. And then they chop them up and eat them. Yeah, like you do with food. And then, like, the people start figuring out that these things are alive, right? No, no, no. Uh-huh. You, you're jumping ahead. That's How did like, I jump ahead? That's like the second act. <laughs> <No. the> <laughs> they start. All right, so what happens? How do they fight back? Is it like the ones Hold that on. were on? You're jumping ahead. Was it like on regular show when they had those hot dogs in the freezer? I don't think I've seen that one. All right, so anyways. Continue. The hot dog bun and the hot dog yeah. get separated. Uh-huh. Along with uh, this Jewish uh, bagel. And this Why does the bagel have to be Jewish? <laughs> because it's, uh, you know, it's kosher. <laughs> and that's played by Edward Norton doing a, doing a Woody Allen impression. And then it's got this other falafel that's like the Muslim or whatever. Yeah. That's like the big subtext of it. It's basically religion is a lie or whatever. Yeah. But, I mean, he's not doing it like... He knows what... Like, Seth Rogen and whoever he wrote this with, he knows what his show is. It's a, you know, it's a dirty humor cartoon. So he's not trying to do, like, Animal Farm, trying to do some great expose on, like, communism or whatever, Mm -hmm. using animals instead of the substitute food, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay, so he knows what his thing is, so he's not real preachy about it. They do it in a fun, lighthearted way. So they break off, and they, they, you know, they try and get back to where they're supposed to be. But Seth Rogen, the hot dog, mm-hmm. he's uh, kind of he doesn't really believe in all this stuff that everybody else believes in. Like he, he, he doesn't think that there's any proof of the gods or whatever. So he wants to find out what uh, Danny McBride told him before he fell off and killed himself that he needs to go talk to the fire water, which is the liquor. Yeah, the liquor. What kind of liquor? It's fire water. That's what it is. <laughs> That's what it's called, fire water. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure it's an Indian. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, does he talk very Indiany? Like no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh okay. It's funny because like when he shows up in the tent. And you know, doing the hi yo yo, but he's saying, "Hi, how are you? Hi, how are you?" And then when uh, Seth Rogen comes in there, he goes, "Oh, hi, how are you?" <laughs> it's like little jokes like that, bro. So, anyways, <laughs> they get separated with this bagel and this falafel, and they go off. Are they still in the store? Yeah, they're still in the store. Okay. Like all their friends got carted off. And yeah, they're trying to save them. And they're gone, right? No, they're trying to get back to where... It's like Toy Story. They're trying to get back to where they're at <laughs> in the aisle so they can get chosen again. Yeah. Yeah, because they fell out of the cart. But, okay, if hot dog bun, uh, hot dogs are out of a cart, don't they go bad? Yeah, that's one of he the things that... refrigerator, right? That's one of the things they show. Like, uh... You gotta be, you gotta be good to the gods, and respect them. Otherwise, you won't get chosen. And the reason they think they don't got chosen, all this bad stuff happened, is because at the beginning, uh, Seth Rogen and that girl, they touch their tips, like their hands. Yeah. <laughs> they're not supposed to. They're not supposed to touch until they're together, basically married or whatever. See, it's the religious stuff. So, anyways. 
they touch tips in the hot dog bun, thinks that's why everything bad happened to him. Yeah. So while they're walking back, they're talking about that, and Seth Rogen's like, I don't really know about that. I want to... So he, like, moves the crowd over to the alcohol aisle, so you got all the alcohol is out, and there's, like, lights going, it's like a party. Mm -hmm. Of course, you know, alcohol. And he sees the fire water place, and that's where he wants to go, but they don't want to go, they just want to get back to get chosen. Yeah. But he tells them to chill out, and he goes, and it's, uh, I don't know who plays the the fire water guy, the chief, but he's part of the non-perishables. Yeah. So it's him, it's a Twinkie, and it's a thing of grits, which is played by, uh, what's his name, Craig Robinson? No. Yeah, he plays the grits. So he's like, he's telling him, oh, yo, I'm non-perishable, I've been here since the beginning, and all this stuff. And, uh... Who's the Twinkie? And then I had a beautiful aisle that was unspoiled and untouched, and then these goddamn crackers came in. <laughs> <laughs> the crackers, like the actual saltines, come in and took his place. <laughs> so that's in, uh, his thing. So who played the Twinkie? I don't know who played the Twinkie, but he did, like, this... He would say these awful things in this, like, sweet little voice. <laughs> it was real weird. So how did he get away from that? What do you mean? He tells him, he's the one that tells him about, they sing this song at the beginning about wanting to get chosen and mm-hmm. wanting to go to heaven, basically. <clears throat> the non-perishable guy tells him that they get high with, uh, instead of a peace pipe, it's a kazoo. <laughs> so every time they inhale, it's like, <laughs> so he gets him high and he tells him the story about how they made like it used to be everybody knew what was going to happen that they were going to get murdered so what he did was him and Twinkie wrote a song that they would sing and it basically became like the propaganda for them to all believe that in these gods or whatever mm-hmm. so they would be happy before they went to their house and got eight <laughs> and it shows that with the people who Stay in the cart, his friends, which I think is Jonah Hill and Michael Sarah. They're one of the hot dogs with him. I'm surprised they didn't put. Uh, oh, Franco's in there. I no, don't know. no, no, no. Good looking McGee. What is his name? Who? The one that was Magic Mike. Channing Tatum. Yeah, because they always stick him and Jonah Hill together, and like in that Lego movie. Right. He was Green Lantern and Channing Tatum was Superman. He Superman to be hated, yeah, he hated, hated Green Lantern. <laughs> and then they had him in This Is The End, where he was like the sex slave for Danny McBride. <laughs> He's like, look, I got you. I, I don't know, you. he might have been in there. I didn't look it up. I was just I was just watching it. So, okay, it shows you. them come back to uh, to the house. Mm-hmm. And then they're, they're like, yay, we're so happy, we got chosen. And then they grab the uh, potato. <laughs> it's like this Irish guy, of course. <laughs> He's like, I'm the first to be chosen. And then she starts peeling his skin off. And he's like, oh, Jesus, God. And then she throws him in this boiling water. <laughs> and then it just does like a little quick cut of like uh, the lettuce getting ripped in half. And the uh, cheese on the grater getting his head like, and then the chips onto the chips. And they're shoved in the microwave. And they're like getting burned alive. So the little uh, Michael Sarah, he's like a defective weenie. Yeah. Like it's like these full franks, and then there's like this little tiny one, that's Michael Sarah. It's mm-hmm. like a defective one. Him and Jonah Hill are like, oh, we gotta get out of here or whatever. So they get on the windowsill and they're about to jump out, and then Jonah Hill's like, we gotta go. Uh, 
oh, and he's like, what's wrong? And then he shows him, there's like a knife in his gut. <laughs> and it like peels up all the way through his head. And then he like splits in half and falls in the sink. And then the little weedy, little Michael Sarah weedy jumps off. And then, uh. Didn't they kill Michael Sarah and, and this is the end? Yeah, he was like straight up in the beginning. They like, like impaled him. him off into it. it. Like it got impaled in the, what was it, like a light pole or something. Yeah, because he's hitting on Rihanna. Yeah, he's trying to bang her. So the little weenie gets caught up with this guy. He, like, jumps in his bag. Yeah. But he's buying drugs. He's buying <laughs> bath salts. <laughs> he jumps in his bag and he goes home with him. And that's James Franco, who plays the guy, the druggie. And he does the bath salts. But when he does bath salts... He can, like, see him now. <laughs> and he can, like, hear him and talk to him. So, basically, they all come alive. And the weenie's like, why are you killing us? And he's like, oh, my God, what's going on? So, he starts freaking out. And he's like, oh, I'll never eat anything again. And then there's, like, a piece of pizza that he left out <laughs> that he, like, ate a bite off of. And he's like, you ain't me. I don't have any legs. And he's, like, dragging his, <laughs> he's, like, dragging his body and there's sauce everywhere behind him so anyways he passes out or whatever and they try and formulate a plan to try and get back to save everybody mm-hmm. so then it cuts back to Seth Rogen and oh I forgot man the antagonist of this <laughs> is Nick Kroll no playing a, an actual douche <laughs> <laughs> and the douche was part of uh non-perishables no no he was part of the little basket the original basket that fell over yeah and his little uh i don't know what they call it the nozzle yeah the nozzle gets bent right <laughs> and he gets like sweeped up in the trash and thrown into the back and then you know he comes out of the back and he's like he's like a jersey shore douchebag yeah right and then he's like, from the league, right? Oh, you, yeah, that guy. <laughs> he's all like busted up, and he's like leaking or whatever, all this fluid out. And he's like, I can't go on like this. And then he sees a juice box, a grape juice box, who's like in the same thing. He got busted yeah. down the middle. So he, he's like, you better not tell nobody about this. <laughs> and he like sucks all the juice out of his crotch. <laughs> And uh, he basically turns into a juice head. So that's what he does. And he, like, takes the juice sticker off the juice thing and, like, covers his little hole. And he starts, like, pumping up, like, the hole. <laughs> and then he goes and he goes looking for the hot dog in the, in the hot dog bun. Because they caused it. Yeah, they caused it all. So he's hunting them. And uh, Seth Rogen, the hot dog, finally comes out of there. But they're already gone because this thing at Tequila told the uh, <clears throat> the hot dog bun that uh, she ba- he lied to her and told her the hot dog was waiting for her somewhere mm-hmm. else. So we, the thing at Tequila brings her to this like old saloon full of like <coughs> Spanish products and everything. And this taco, I think it's played by Selma Hayek, knows that. Uh, the hot dog bun is getting lied to. Yeah. So she basically breaks him out because she's in love with the hot dog bun. And uh, she saves him or whatever and yeah. gets him out of there. And then the douche finds him. And they're in the like back aisles trying to cut through and like get yeah. back to where they're supposed to be going. And the douche finds him. And they start having to, like a chase and a fight with the douche. 
but they get away and they get back to the aisle and the hot dog finds them or whatever but the Indian firewater guy told him he's got to go past the ice machine that's where all of the answers lie yeah but the girl's like still wanting to get back to where yeah. she's supposed to go Meanwhile, the bagel and the lentil are, you know, they're fighting basically like the Jews and the Palestinians. Yeah. They're, they're arguing the whole time. <clears throat> but then they come together over their love of hummus. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, it uh, kind of makes a little, I guess, uh, a bridge so they can realize, oh, they're both people or whatever. Yeah. Anyways, so they go back. The hot dog bun goes back. And she squeezes into one of the, <laughs> the packages. And she smushes this one, this one hot dog bun, and it's like retarded. <laughs> and then the lentil and the, uh, I mean not the lentil, uh, the bagel and the falafel go back. And it's like this aisle, and they're, you know, they've been arguing the whole time, like, you came into our aisle, you took our, you took our property or whatever, you know, like the, all the stuff in real life. Anyway, so they both go back. And the other guy's like, oh, I can't believe you were having to travel with him. <laughs> He's a monster. And the other one's, you know, I don't know. I can't really do an, an Arabic voice. It kind of sounded like that. Your Jewish voice kind of sounded like a, a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of vampire-y. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I could get some vampire teeth made. I was just thinking about that. <laughs> Werewolf. Where was I? Oh, jeez. Werewolf. <laughs> Spooky, scary. I can't remember the rest. Now, I'm trying to remember what happens. Oh, okay. So, Seth Rogen goes past the ice machines. Yeah. And he gets to this place. And it's like, uh, it's the cooking aisle with all the, like, cooking wear and everything yeah, like that and yeah. it's like knives falling yeah. trying to get him and then he sees this cookbook and he opens it up and it's all of like you know chips getting eaten but they got faces and the people are just like eating them with a smile and ripping their heads off eating uh, corn on the cob and killing them so he's like alright and he starts ripping out pages and he's gonna take it to the the front of the where they check out yeah put the cameras on it and show everybody mm -hmm. and that's what he does but nobody believes him because he's being a douche about it <laughs> and Seth Rogen can play that yeah he's playing the uh, the hot dog yeah but I mean he can play that that style of character yeah because you know he, when he played Green Hornet he was kind of oh man bag. that was such a bad movie yeah but he still played a douchebag mm -hmm. you know Zack and Mary. Was he a douche? I just think he was just like a slob. That's what he really plays. Oh, well. it knocked up. He was kind of a slob, douchey guy. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's definitely got one note, but he plays it really well. I, I never saw. I, I kind of wanted to see Neighbors and Neighbors Two, but I never watched them. Oh, I never wanted to see that. I just figured it might be a different Seth Rogen. <clears throat> see, I would have never watched this movie if it wasn't on. And I, until I was like, I was geared now. Yeah, if it was on TV, I'd watch it. But I was like geared up to watch a movie. I was like, all right, yeah. I, I woke up early. You got let down. Yeah, and it didn't work out. So I was like, and then this popped up, and I was like, yeah, it must be fate. 
and so I just put it on. <laughs> it wasn't a bad movie. It's not like it blew my mind, but it was it was funny. My question: Does Seth Rogen ever get eaten? He gets bitten by the douche. Who is? <laughs> there was this guy <laughs> that works there. Yeah. And he like when oh, see I can't explain it. because they're everybody in the store is on bath salts when this is happening so they can see the thing all of them yeah all of them how's everybody on bath salts see that's what I'm saying <laughs> I mean I can tell you if you want to know yeah just throw it out there over uh, here I don't need to know a whole backstory I just want to know all right so what happens. James Franco's character probably sells bath salts to everybody. No, no. He gets murdered. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. See, that's what I'm saying. You're not going to know. So James Franco gets murdered in the movie. <laughs> gets murdered, yes. Probably by a villain. No. <laughs> by himself. <laughs> what do you mean by himself? Does he do it to himself? Not intentionally, no. Okay. So where do they get the bath salts? See, that's what I'm saying. Just throw it out there. <laughs> Alright. No he backstory. Bought, he bought the bath salts, right? Yeah. And then he takes the bath salts and passes out. Yeah. So he's still got some bath salts left. Yeah. When he wakes up, he doesn't see him anymore because he's not high on bath salts. Now he's just hungry, so he starts eating all the food that was telling him. <laughs> not to eat it. Yeah. Yeah. He, was, he just thought it was a bad dream. And he takes that little Michael Cero disform, like deformed weenie. Yeah. And he goes and puts it in a boiling pot of water. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but what happens is the weenie, like, jumps off and, like, drops to the ground. So he goes to, like, hit it. And, like, the hot water, like, <laughs> goes on the back of his neck. Then he freaks out and he falls and he hits the wall. And he's one of these, like, stoner guys who has swords and stuff. Anyway, so he falls, he hits the wall, and there's, like, a big axe on the wall. And, like, comes off the wall and chops his head off. Spoiler alert. Spoiler <laughs> And so they're, like, trying to figure out a plan of how to help everybody out now that this guy's dead. And there's this little piece of gum... Who's in a wheelchair like Stephen Hawking? <laughs> and he tells them, he formulates a plan. They figure out how to drive the car and then they go back. Mm-hmm. So, meanwhile, Seth Rogen's trying to figure out what's going on. I'm just going to tell you this whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to figure out a plan to get these people to believe him, right? And uh, while he's trying to do that, <laughs> through the one of the, like, the little air vents. Yeah. Little Michael Sarah pops out, and he's got the head of James Franco. <laughs> he falls down, and the gum formulated a plan to where they uh, take the bath salts, they put them on little toothpicks, and they yeah. would shoot them into all the customers. And uh, so they shoot them into the necks and you know into their skin yeah. or whatever. So now they got bath salts in them, so now they'll be able to see them, and then. Uh, <laughs> the people get like the bath salts kick in and they start seeing like everything come alive so they naturally freak out and start like killing everything like smashing watermelons and everything yeah, like yeah. that 
but the all the things in the uh, sh all the things in the store don't believe that they think they're gods. They think they're like yeah. loving gods, and then they start seeing them like smash apples and watermelons and rip chips and eat pop tarts or whatever. So how they stop this madness? Yeah, so they all band together and they start uh, they start like fighting these people, and that's what happens, and they end up like destroying the whole store and shoving all the people into the frozen food aisle and just like freezing them in there and then it, <coughs> and then it ends with uh, <laughs> a huge orgy <laughs> a huge food orgy <laughs> it's so crazy bro uh -huh. because that was like the big thing for the sausage I mean, for the hot dog and the hot dog bun. Yeah, because they weren't they, supposed they, to have sex until they, they got there. They fit together. Yeah. And God. then the gods are not real, so then they just start, they just start banging, and then the whole store starts banging, and then the like the bagel and the falafel start banging, and then everybody starts banging, and then the taco gets in on it oh with the hot God. dog bun. It's it's crazy, bro. I don't know. I still don't know if I'm going to watch this movie. Now, now I know... You, you know the whole me. thing. You yeah, don't have to watch it I don't need to watch it now. You don't have to watch it. I can it. picture these things in my head. Exactly. And then at the very, very end, the fire water uh, gets high with the piece of gum, and then they, they have another vision that their whole life is fake, and that uh, some... Like, they say, they bring the sausage... I mean, they bring the hot dog and the hot dog bun yeah. back. And the little gum guy creates a stargate so they can go into another dimension because they figure out that Seth, uh, that the hot dog is actually Seth Rogen. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, he's like, throw, he like throw something into the fire and it brings up a little picture of Seth Rogen's face. <laughs> he's like, you are played by a schlubby Jew. <laughs> and he goes, I'm Jewish? And then the uh, bagel, like, this is how I figure out the bagel's Ed Norton, because they threw the thing into the fire, and he's like, you are played by an Academy Award winning actor. <laughs> and they all go through the Stargate, and that's how it ends. I like this review you made. <laughs> it was, like, way too long! Oh, my God! You did a 42-minute review! <laughs> Take that, movies run my life! <laughs> you just told the whole movie! I know! <laughs> That's not really a review. That's just a recount of the movie. <laughs> word for word. Yes, seed for seed. <laughs> no or you can go on Facebook and watch it somewhere on there. Yeah, somebody's got it on there. <laughs> I really enjoyed this review. Bro, I bootlegged something else today, too. What else? The, the Frank Ocean album. <laughs> because I've been waiting so long. I've been waiting for so long for a new Frank Ocean album, and then I saw it on there. I mean, I'm going to buy it. Don't get me wrong. I don't believe it. you. But I wanted you to listen got to it. it. No, no, I didn't download it. It was just on YouTube. So I listened to it. It was awesome. It was? Yeah, it was as great as I thought it was going to be. Was it... Full set? You can just sit there full set like we did the Aesop? Rock yeah, and, bro. Okay. It was great. Nice, easy listening, and then it kicks up, and then it goes back down, and then kicks okay, back okay, up. It's okay, great. Okay, okay. Okay. A couple songs. What? White Ferrari. 
Great song. Is it almost as good as Vlad Iverson? <laughs> that guy sucks. <laughs> <laughs> White Ferrari, that's a good song. Solo is a good song. Yeah. And he's got a... Uh, Andre 3000 is on the, uh, the ending of it. What else? Pink and White, that's a really good one. And Nike's a really good one. Did it make you want to go buy some shoes? It made me want to go buy the album. Uh-huh. Definitely. But he so like it's, dr- it's he, worth the price. I should get on iTunes and buy it or, or wherever. Oh, definitely. Uh, sausage party. Not no, so much. <laughs> that's why I run the whole thing. <laughs> no, you heard the whole thing. You don't have to go watch it. Is it kind of like how how I ruined Star Wars for people? How did you run Star Wars? I just tell them that Han Solo died. <laughs> that doesn't ruin the movie though. It kind of does. Because if you really appreciate Han Solo. I don't think you're a fan if you don't go watch it. I'm still going to go watch Rogue One. I want to see Rogue One so bad. Because I don't think J.J. Abrams you know, is... people tripped about that first teaser because they had the, the whoop, whoop in the background because yeah. it was so loud. It just sounds like the Empire's coming. Yeah. They are coming. Full-fledged. For the Rogue One. For the Death Star. Bro, I think J.J. Ra- uh, J.J. Abrams is overrated. You think? Yes. Super overrated. I really liked what he did with the Star Trek series. I don't. To each his own. Look, man. But you're we're, not a we're Star Trek about, fan. No, I am a Star Trek fan. I just like Star Wars more. You like... Next generation Star Trek. No, 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 I like Deep Space Nine. I like Voyager. I know they're not. You don't like the original. <laughs> no, it's awful. No, it's great. <laughs> it's awful. That's my favorite series. Is the original one. It's so awful. I love it. You can only tell me make it so so many times. Make it so number one. You know what I watched the other make day? It so. I make watched it the so. uh, what's make it, it called. So. What's it called? The one where he gets turned into a Borg. Oh, the yeah. The end of season three and then yeah, the episode yeah, yeah. four. Yeah, they turned Picard into a Borg. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I am Lucutus. <laughs> or whatever his name was. <laughs> I just got that laser slide. He's yeah. got a laser slide on inside of his head. How did they get him back from being a Borg? Mm. They fake him out. They split the ship, right? Yeah. And they get Data. They always do that. And then they get Data and Worf to like... Like when they split the ship, kind of like veer off. Yeah. And then they get the ship to like shoot it, so it opens a hole, and then they, and Data and Worf go in, and they get close to Picard by starting a ruckus, and then they, uh, they they suck him back into the <laughs> ship. <laughs> but he's still aboard. Yeah. Then they, you know, they get Crusher in there, and she turns in from Borg into not Borg. They put Data. With some stuff in his head, that, like connecting to the but, board. But Data was probably having sex with him the whole time. <laughs> Why would you say Yeah, because he loves robots. He's a robot. Yeah, but he wants to be human. I understand. Why would he want to be with something that's not even human? He's, he started having coitus with Captain Picard. I'm pretty sure there's some fan fiction about that <laughs> when they were connected. Make it so, Data. <laughs> <laughs> you make it so, so good. <laughs> oh. Bro, I started on uh, 
I watched that episode and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go watch <laughs> Deep Space Nine now because that's how Deep Space Nine starts with, uh, with the Borg. Yeah, with uh, Picard Borg. He goes over because he kills what's his face's wife, uh, Cisco. Mm-hmm. In that little firefight. You know what gets fight. me about that? The Borg are like the major villains of that thing. Kind of like how. Star Trek had the Klingons and the Romulans. And, right, and, right. You know. The Klingons were the big one in the original, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's like the major. And then the... Then you had the Romulans. In the next gen, right? Yeah. But the Borg came in. And they're like, okay, we're I gonna, think it was like the first season. Because like Q sends him out to the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. and like, <laughs> like makes the Borg realize that these people are... <laughs> and then they just follow him back. <laughs> everything. But if you look at like Doctor Who and stuff, mm-hmm. like the major villains is those like those vampires that can get in their minds, make them do stuff, and then you have like the robot, the Cybermen, and then those angels that move. Weeping angels. Yeah. Another good one is the what you call it, the Silence. Yeah. You can't see them. Or, or when you do see them, your brain makes it where you can't see them or whatever. <laughs> or you don't remember. And they've, like, been taking over the whole world. What, the suckers? The sucker people, too? Mm-hmm. And they, they make everybody think that they look like Jane down the street, but it's really a sucker person. Yeah. Yeah. What's the, uh... Did you say the, uh, the Daleks? Yeah, the Daleks. Yeah. yeah. That's the big ones for them. Yeah, but but you know, you know what they look like inside that thing, bro. They're speaking, crying like the <laughs> from Ninja Turtles <laughs> inside the inside the machine. Speaking of little people fitting into trash cans, we lost one. Yeah, Ken Baker's dead. We lost bro. Ken Baker, the original R two D two. Yeah, I didn't see anybody shouting him out on Twitter. What's up with that? I saw a lot of people. I didn't see anybody. Oh, R2-D2 is dead. So what are they going to do when Peter Mayhew dies? They're probably not going to care either. Him or C-3PO. No. Because you don't see their face. Daniel something? This is like... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you care about the C-3PO actor? Look. I thought you said you are all Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Look. His name's Daniels. <laughs> you don't know his... <laughs> I don't know his first name. <laughs> How are you going to be getting on to me? You don't even know. I know his voice. I know his voice. No, you don't. Not enough. I know a little bit. You don't love that man enough. But you knew the little midget that was inside the machine. I don't know what it is. I like You're Archie. Like Ken Baker. I know him. He died. Yeah. <laughs> but you don't care about C-3PO. No. The other man in the Because suit. he gets on my nerves. <laughs> He's annoying. Shut him up or shut him off. <laughs> I love it when they ripped him to pieces and he was just hanging on his back talking smack. I'm like, yeah, that's what you deserve. He's talking smack because Chewie put his head on backwards. You dumb ape. <laughs> you put my head on backwards. Because he turned, he turned crabby after he was destroyed. Wouldn't, <laughs> well, he... wouldn't you? <laughs> Somebody ripped you to pieces? <laughs> Maybe. I mean, at least they gave him a, a reason to be annoyed. <laughs> the first one, he was just he was just annoyed the whole time. And annoying. I can't believe it. 
If I'd have been Luke, I'd have been like, all right, we're going to sell this guy. We're going to just break <laughs> him down to scrap. He's gold. We had to get him back. <laughs> he's gold. You know, they stole how, him from us anyway. To I don't sell care him how many languages he speaks. The Jawas are the, are the Mexicans of the Star Wars universe. <laughs> Why would you say that? <laughs> Why would you say that? I don't know. They are. Do you know my reasoning? I've had a lot of them steal things from me and then try to sell them back to me. The things that they took. Why don't you say the crackheads? That's what crackheads do. They steal your things and try and sell them back to you for more money. <laughs> no, they just pop off the, the VIN number. Oh, it's pretty good, man. It's pretty good. I love Mexicans. I know you do. Yeah, because... Because you're trying to make yourself look better. No, no, no. They, they help roll me. Roll me in the dirt. <laughs> no. They would, uh, I had this guy. Uh, I love him to death. Would because... he steal things and sell it back to you? <laughs> no, bro. He would, uh. What would he do? He would help me pass my inspection when my truck See? wasn't. <laughs> All I had to do was pay him was That's a 30. crooked. All I had to do was pay him a 30 pack. <laughs> Off somebody else's window. No, he was a legitimate business. No, he was taking the sticker off of some other window. Yeah, he was a legitimate. He was a legitimate business police, owner. And they go click clack. Oh, this this comes out to be uh, a Chevy, you know, Silverado. <laughs> it's not that. No, no, no. I got pulled over with it. And what happened? They gave me a ticket for speeding, and they let me go. I don't believe it. I'm saying he was a business owner. He just happened to be. You could pay him with that's thirty kind of, packs. That's kind of shady. Nah, man. He was just a cool dude. Shady. He's like, oh, I don't really care if your blinkers don't work. Shady. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put bulbs on these things. I'm don't really, worry about I'm it. I'm really gonna take my car to that guy to be a mechanic. He was a wonderful man. He's not getting my business. Don't worry, he doesn't I'm pretty have to. Sure, you know, I'm pretty sure. People know. Uh, people in the know know, he's and like, they go there. He's like, what's that knocking sound? And he'll charge you like $600 because I have no idea about a motor. No, man, he does good work. Are you sure? Yeah, man. Who says? He fixed my fan belt. That's an easy thing. You know what I had to pay him? A 30-pack. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a 30-pack. Was it Bud Light? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, 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 He didn't like Bud Light. You Bud Lazar? You have to give him Coronas. He's a high price one. Hey, you get what you can get for Man, what you got. Most Hispanics I've ever met, they either drink Bud Light or Bud Lazar. He liked Corona. I don't know what to tell you. He was a sophisticated man. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I used to buy these down south, you know. These are expensive. These are cheap down here, but they're expensive here. That's why they drink Bud Light and stuff here, because they down there it's imported. Up here it's not. He taught me the uh, language of broken English. Oh, so yeah? now I can speak to my housekeeping people at the hotel. Like, What do you say? I know how to do it. I can speak the language. Not Spanish. Definitely don't say... But broken English. Definitely not say La Migra. No. If you say that, what's going to happen? I don't know. I don't want to find out. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't want to find that. I need those people. You do? Yes. I mean, I don't own the business, but... they just plus about five more in. They do an incredible job. Yeah, they do. <laughs> so why are you hating them? Why you want to send them I'm trying to be the devil's advocate over here for you. All right, see, usually the devil's advocate, somebody brings something up. And you go, well, devil's advocate, let's play this out. But you brought it up first. <laughs> <laughs> You're the devil's advocate first. <laughs> you know what you are? <laughs> You're Keanu Reeves. You're the devil's advocate. <laughs> I can't believe we've done 56 minutes so far. Yeah. 38 was me doing a review <laughs> about Sausage Party. <laughs> And this cat's got a fat belly on it. I knew it. Nutty bars. Oh, they are called nut. Oh, you got me. See, I'm wrong. Hello, sweet kitty. I'm so right. What's this cat's name? Gizmo. Gizmo. It's got a fat gut. <laughs> she eats a lot. <laughs> Don't back your butt up into the mic. Sweet kitty. Gizzy Gizmo. Oh. Just wait, man. When we get this place, we have uh, five cats. Five? Mm -hmm. You already picked them out? No, we have them already. You already have them? What do you mean you already have them? There's Sadie. That's Ace. a dog. No. Sadie is not a Sadie, dog? There's a Sadie cat. There's a Sadie cat? Yeah, it's a boy. Okay. Ace. Arthur. Okay. Midnight. And then Gizmo. Midnight! <laughs> yeah. There's five cats. I need to use your chair, Midnight. Crossover. It's going to be exciting times with cats. That's way too many cats, man. No, man. I can deal. I like cats. You know me. But better than dogs, though? Mm-hmm. Why would you like a cat better than a dog? Dogs love you. Cats love you too. Yeah, but from Jump Street, dogs love you. Cats are like... They're way too close to people. They don't care. They're indifferent. That's what's good about them. Their indifference? Yeah. You'd be like, oh, I love you, kitty. And it looks up, up it looks up at you with those judging eyes. And then it, it puts its head back down like... I can't believe this idiot. How about you just get me some food? And let's no, go. no, no, that's, that's how not, they look that at you. That cat looks at you and is like, "Hey, no, you're no, the best no. thing in the world." No, no, it's it doesn't think of you as the best thing in the world. Yes, it does. It thinks of you as a second-class citizen. No, it doesn't. Now I like you're cats, but better than dogs. You're telling you're me that Gizmo's mind. not a, a great-looking cat. That's not the. That's not the. That's not my beef. My beef is the way they see you. They think of you as second-class citizens, even though you're a human. You're at the top of the food chain, but they look at you like you're some grub. No, man. Yeah. No. Like you're just some thing to appease them. I'll take a cat over a dog any day. No, dogs are where it's at, man. Dogs are the greatest. I'm pretty sure I could train a cat to attack people. I'm sure you could, because they're evil. <laughs> <laughs> Not evil. 
Look at this cat. It doesn't want nothing to do with you. It wants to do its own thing. If you grabbed a dog like that, it'd be like, yeah, what's going on, bro? No way, man. Hey, man, let's see what's happening. This cat's like, can you put me down, please? I have stuff I need to do. No, she loves it. See, dude? She loves being a cat. No, look at her. She's looking at, She's looking everywhere but at you. It's because she's a kitten. No, no, no. It's because she's a cat. Cats have no, she has a one thing that voice. matter to cats. Cats. She sweet little voice. She's... Look at that fat gut, man. <laughs> she is so full. <laughs> is it a boy or a girl? It's a girl. This is a weird side of saying if you. Are you want to do these plugs? Yeah. Just wait. Five cats, you're gonna enjoy it. Hair's gonna be everywhere. I'm gonna just no, walk man. into your house and my allergies are gonna start acting up. You think you're gonna have bad allergies from it? Five cats? Maybe. Oh man, they're hairless. Look at that. She wants down. She wants to get back to what she was doing. Nah, dude. That cat has. That cat thinks of you as nothing. <laughs> That cat doesn't care anything about you. That cat does care about <laughs> no, me. No, it doesn't. It thinks of you as a second class. It will follow me around like a dog. Yeah, because it wants something. No, it's not because it wants something. It's because it likes me. No, it it's wants not. something from me. It loves me. me. It wants food or it wants you to pet it. It loves <laughs> me. That cat loves me. A dog follows you around. Because it wants something. No, no, no. because it wants something. No, it's like, no, no, no. I know. I know it's my it's no. my master. It wants to rock with you. That's what's so great about it. It's the be it's your best friend, bro. It's because it's so dumb. It it's a man's know. best friend. The dog's so dumb it doesn't know that it could be like, hey man, I might come over here and just hang out, you know. No, no, no. It puts you above everything else. It knows where you are in the food chain. It recognizes your greatness. <laughs> That's what's so great about dogs. That's what that dog dog didn't recognize your greatness. Mm-hmm. He goes, hey, man, this guy pulled me off the street, put me in his house. Look, I know. Gives me food. He rubs my belly. We now know that Chris is a dog person. Yes, dogs are the greatest, man. One day you'll turn to the dark side of the cat <laughs> lover. Look, I like cats. I'm not saying I don't like cats. I'm not one of those weirdos. You prefer dogs. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? They're so great. They're man's best friend. No. No? How many... Alright. How many stories do you hear about people getting sa saved by cats? A lot. <laughs> I don't mean really. I hear people getting saved by dogs. Hey, you that, got, that little that little boy that nearly got ate by the pit bull got saved by a cat. I knew you were going to bring that up. But that's one example. There's yeah, 700 sure there's million many, about dogs. There's many that just has been caught on video. No, 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 no. I can't believe you know about that cat saving that kid. <laughs> you know what's worse? Is he uh, saved him from a dog? <laughs> oh, oh, that's why I was like, oh, please don't say that. I've seen cats save humans from alligators. Just walk up and tag an alligator on the nose, now and he just runs away. I'm not, I'm not talking crazy. A cat saved somebody from an alligator. Yeah. The cat, um, there 
goes up to the alligator and like paws at, at the alligator and the alligator retreats. Yeah. It wasn't endangering a human. But it could have endangered a human. <laughs> See, you left some pieces out. Okay, all right, all right. No, no, it could have, it could have killed a human. <laughs> it could have killed it. Were there any humans around? Yes. Aside from the person who was filming. Yes. <laughs> oh. Somebody was in him. danger. Probably. No, they were laughing. In the background. All it takes is one little kid to walk out there. Now the truth. That cat would have saved everybody. <laughs> that now the truth comes out. Well, here we are. Your, yeah. Your sweet cat it's turned off everything. <laughs> we lost and it. We almost lost it all. We almost lost it all. It's pretty scary. Just hanging around the back, causing trouble. Yeah, now she's really causing trouble with her little mouse. Is that what that is? Yeah. I thought you were playing a phone game. No, man, she's playing with a little mouse. See? How can you not love that cat? It is adorable, I will say that. Mm -hmm. So, we nearly lost everything. Everything. And then when I pulled up Audacity, it recovered it all. Mm -hmm. So we're happy again. Yeah, we thought we, we were going to have to do a whole another hour. <laughs> what would we have done if we would have lost me sketching at the front? I don't know. Uh, me you, giving that ridiculously detailed... Sausage party thing. And then, yeah. and then we talked about... We had to cut little Debbie's out of it. And, <laughs> It was it was nonsense, bro. <laughs> I talked for like five minutes about little Debbie snakes. Yeah, I would have took that. It was nonsense. Okay, so let's get these plugs out of the way. We right. finally have this finished. Okay. What you got to plug? I watched the Killing Joke this week. Was it good? Yeah, I liked it. They stay faithful to the book. Pretty close. Yeah. I mean, but it's cartoon version because I mean even the Dark Knight Returns as faithful alright you know how what's his face Grant Morrison said that the end of the killing joke is Batman killing Joker mm -hmm. do they show that in here or, or do they leave it vague well it is rated R do they show it though? I'm not going to tell it <laughs> I don't want to spoil it this is the one thing you don't want to spoil you love spoiling stuff I can't spoil it <laughs> It's too, too much good. Watch it. Watch it because it has Kevin Conroy as Batman. They brought him back. Mark Hamill as the Joker. Doing the peanut business. butter and jelly sandwich of greatness. Yeah. I would never ever ruin that for somebody. You're a good man. Because Kevin Conroy is my Batman. We know because he said I was the greatest police officer ever. <laughs> I remember when you sent that to me. I was so jealous. I know you were. Oh. I turned into a little giddy schoolgirl when he said that too in the Batman voice. Mm-hmm. I was all red. Oh, that's what some I'll promote. If you haven't listened to the Fat Man on Batman with Kevin Conroy, oh, so <laughs> you really need to and go then, listen to that. It's a two-parter, right? No, it's a one-parter, but the two-parter was Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill, which is another really good another one. Another really good one was the Scott Snyder ones and the Greg Capellos. Greg Capello, yeah. Didn't he have a... Uh, who was the guy? Didn't he have... Oh, I can't think of it. What? Was it Jeff Johns? Because he was talking about he hanging out with Dick Donner and everything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He that also, one was really good. Yeah, he talked. He talked to Dietrich Bader. Who's that? You remember the guy that was like, he played, he played Batman, um, Batman Brave and Bold. 
Oh yeah, the guy from the Drew Carey show. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. one was really good too. Yeah, yeah. I never watched yeah, I think Batman. That was a two-parter. I never watched that one, but yeah, that was a really good. The Dennis O'Neill one are really good, and the, the Neil Adams, all those are really good. Yeah, that guy, that guy can spin a story. Neil, Neil Adams, Adams. is legit. Anytime he comes back, I'm always excited. Batman, Batman. <laughs> but now it's different. Like it's just not him in his house. It's him and Bart, Mark Bernardin. Who's that guy? He, he wrote for. Oh, that's the. The black dude that, everybody that you thought, thought was <laughs> that white. you thought was white. Yeah. Because he sounds like John Arbuckle. And he wrote what? Oh, he wrote com- he wrote comics. He was a writer for like Rolling Stones. Oh. Yeah, he's been. So like, he's like a legit journalist yeah. and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, I haven't listened to those. Are they worth it? Yeah. Okay, I'll check them. Some out. of them are. Because they kind of give their spoiler reviews. That Kevin Conroy was so good. When he was talking about being in Juilliard with uh, Christopher Reeves and having to work those jobs, those busboy jobs, or like kitchen boy. Juilliard. Juilliard. (laughs) That's great, man. Juilliard. So what, you got the plug? Is this the Kevin Conroy stuff? That's the first thing that popped up. I mean, it's good if you never checked it out. If you like podcasts, what about the lobster? Because see, I bought it on digital. And you bought it on DVD. I didn't get to finish it. So was it pretty good so far? Yeah, I'm halfway through. What and about then... John C. Riley in it. <laughs> Is he funny? I mean, yeah, everybody's funny, but it's like a it's weird funny. Dry. Yeah. Kind of like Aquaticy. Mmm. Or Moonrise Kingdom. It's a very surreal humor, that's what I'll say. Okay. But it's, it's I mean, the, of what I've seen of it, the hat. you give it... I don't know how the end, I don't know how the ending goes. I mean, I mean from what you've seen so far, would you give it to I wanna, people to watch it? Yeah, I mean, I would want to, I want to finish it. That's what I know, okay. I guess that's a, that's a good thing. Okay, so check out the lobster. <laughs> check out half of the lobster. <laughs> <laughs> With Colin Farrell. John C. Riley. Kate. Is it Winslet? Who is that girl? No, it's Rachel Wise. Rachel Wise, okay. And that uh, weird-looking girl from... That weird, hot girl from uh, or- Blue is the Warmest Color. She was Inspector. She was one of the Bond girls in there. Oh, okay. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. She one that dies? She wasn't dead when I... As far as I got, so... Was she at the beginning of it? No. When he was in... Argentina or whatever. Is it Day of the Dead? <laughs> oh, you talking about Spectre? I thought you were talking about the lobster. <laughs> I never seen Spectre. I didn't want to watch it. Oh. Everybody said it sucked. I liked it. Alright, so we got New Pod World Order. Yeah. Dot com. Check them out. All the good stuff. Uh-huh. You can reach us at <coughs> Twitter. Twitter. At Captain Marvel 99. At Danger Chris 88. Mm-hmm. I don't know why we picked 9988. I was when I was born. That's why I picked eighty-eight. I picked ninety-nine just because <coughs> I like the number. Means I'm almost a hundred. Instagram and Twitter. Same thing. Yeah. You can find us on Facebook. Stick with Stucky. Facebook.com backslash Sticking with Stucky. What's the is it Sticking with Stucky at Gmail.com? Yep. If you want to send us some stuff. Or if you want your commission done. $25 in my hand. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> I'll send that out with a plan. 
And we got uh, Movies Run My Life. Yep. Master Debaters. Yep. What's the uh, the wrestling one? Oh, Fatitude Era. Yeah, Fatitude. Jackknife. Jackknife. Jake. I think that's it, man. That's all? Yeah, that's all I got. The Two Uncool Podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I listened to that. It was pretty funny. Yeah, that's the... That's the, the it's other. some uh, chick on there. She does, like, slam poetry or whatever. That's our... That's our doppelganger. <coughs> the other mm-hmm. side. The, the upside world. down. The upside down world. Mm-hmm. They're the Bizarro Tim and Chris. <laughs> so check them out. They're a good podcast. And thank you, fellow listeners. <laughs> 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 I would like to thank. I'm thanking them for listening. That's I know like, our one loyal listener, the man, the myth, Bevo. We got we got double L. Yeah, we got double L. So we got two faithful listeners. Bevo, double L. I fuck with you. <laughs> Heavy. <laughs> <laughs> So we're gonna get out of here? Yeah, let's do it. I'm just gonna say this one last time. Kirk out.
You know I can't escape you no matter how far You're still my star, you was there when the marsh Try to steal my car, snapping with me That's just how real you are Sophisticated woman, you understand a man You don't call all the time just to see what I am Put a G in your hand, make sure you're living alright Making love is me and I'ma give it all night Turn over in the morning, make it warmer and better Long as we can be, we can come together Come on